0: Welcome to Feelings and Healings with Bella Lucia. This podcast was inspired by my own personal healing journey. When I began my healing journey, I learned to identify with my feelings. And this podcast, I created it because when you identify with your feelings, you ask the question of why, why am I making these choices? Why am I feeling this way? And those whys led me to start blogging. They led me to start writing and illustrating my children's book series, focusing on the characters, etc. And that led me to guesting another podcast and meeting other guests and other hosts who have really amazing stories. And I wanted to create a platform where I could invite these people back and be able to hear about their journeys be able to hear about what's made them make the choices they have and explore that. And it's amazing because when we speak to these people, we're hearing the different ways they got there. And every way is unique. I'm excited to have you on this journey. It will be a combination of people from all different walks of life who are pursuing different entrepreneurial, even more traditional careers, and through their journeys, we can all learn something and identify in our own special way. Thank you for being here, and I look forward to sharing this episode with you. Hello, and welcome to the first podcast episode of Feelings and Healings with Bella Lucia. I am Christina Lucia, your host. It is a joy to be here with you, it is a joy to share this first podcast recording. And although this episode is dropping on December 1st, I'm actually recording it a little earlier because as those of you that know me in my personal life, I'm a huge planner or as my editor kindly coined me as a triple A, which I feel is quite accurate <laughs> and I will own that. Um, today, the day I'm recording is actually November 6th and I got this urge to record today or at least do one round of recording today because November 6th marks the third year anniversary of my mom's passing as well as the third anniversary of the start of my LLC. I'll never forget that day for many reasons, but when I held that piece of mail in my hand and saw my LLC was approved, I knew it was a sign from my mom and grandma And I knew I needed to pursue this path, although I didn't know in that moment what that meant or what that looked like. All I knew is I had a bunch of characters that I had already created for loved ones, and I needed to see where this goes. And the characters led me to blogging, and the blogging led me to writing children's books. And here I am now, writing my children's series, illustrating my children's series, working towards that launch, still creating the characters, writing two different blogs, and now launching this podcast as well. So it's been an exciting three years. In this podcast, as I mentioned in the intro, I wanted to create a platform where I could have people come on and share their healing journeys and how it's helped them identify with their feelings and evolve their lives for the better. I think there's so many people out there and I see how my healing journey has led me to so many amazing people, how it's led me to so many wonderful opportunities including starting this podcast. And one of the biggest things in my healing journey is it's taught me to ask the why and how I'm feeling. And when I thought about what I wanted this first episode to be about, given us the Christmas season. And again, I'm a huge Christmas person, my favorite holiday. I go crazy for it. I decided to focus on traditions. It's something that I love blogging about. It's something I love speaking about. And I have many traditions, especially during the Christmas season that I focus on, that I indulge in. And the one I wanted to focus on though, is the Christmas cookie bake. And this is actually the 30th year of this tradition, if you can believe that. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, 30 years of the Italian cookies. (laughs) Well, this tradition started when I was just shy of nine years old. My, excuse me, of 10 years old. I was nine when it happened. Yes, I was nine years old. And my siblings and I had two weeks off from school that year because of the way Christmas and New Year's fell. And my mom decided to do some baking. And I still remember her pulling out her cookbook that day and just like flipping through. Well, over the next few days, we had baked, I think it was eight to 10 varieties in that first bake. And then we put together plates and we all loaded in the van with my mom and delivered them to our neighbors. And I'll never forget this one neighbor. And it's still a neighbor I visit yearly to date, turned to my mom, Linda, and said, Linda, where did you find the time? And my mom beamed and said, these kids have been amazing. I have never been more proud to be my mom's daughter. I was so happy in that moment. And over the years, this tradition has evolved. It's evolved in the sense that recipes have been added to the mix. It's evolved that People, we've added other families to the list as our networks have grown. When I was 16, my mom did hand it over to me and gave me full responsibility for it. And that was a very proud moment in my life and something I cherished. And when I did move to New York, I actually made my own, added onto my own with it and that I started doing the baking here as well. And I bake for my New York crew and some of my, a lot of my contacts outside the New York area. And then I still continue that same tradition on December 23rd of going to everyone's house and delivering cookies. And it's a really beautiful day because it's a day of seeing people I don't get to see maybe more than once a year. It's, moments of catching up. It's seeing people's grandchildren grow up, hearing news, hugs. It's really just so beautiful. And it's one of the many traditions I cherish. And this is probably the one I talk about the most uh, for so many reasons. Um, things I've learned, but I've also learned a lot through this tradition. I've learned the importance of pivoting. I've learned to ask the why, and I've also learned for those of you that that I've talked about this a lot. I do twelve step work through my ACA program, and these cook- doing this tradition has also taught me about the serenity prayer and the power of recognizing. You know what? I can change me. I can't change others. Now, like so many, so many, um, so many daughters and mothers. You know, my mom did butt heads over this tradition in our, in her later years. Although she passed it on to me when I really started gaining my independence as an adult in general, we would, we would get into a lot of disagreements over certain things and it was really hard and painful. And I realized now that control was a source of comfort for my mother and I'm the free spirit and I don't like to be controlled. I don't do well with control. And she would, there were a couple of years where she told me not to bake the cookies. There were a couple of years where she insisted that she could only do certain cookies. I, I wasn't allowed to do them, etc. And it's painful. It's painful. Um, it was painful to go through. It is painful to speak about, but I am speaking about it because I realize now, again, this is why I I loop back to what I said before, the why, it had nothing to do with the tradition. It had nothing to do with the cookies. It had to do with the fact that we weren't communicating. We weren't meeting each other halfway. And, you know, I was genuinely trying. And unfortunately, my mom wanted things her way and that's okay. And so I end up adjusting. I end up adjusting my tradition in the sense that I would just make my own boxes, leave in the car and just say, you know what, mom, I have mine. You have yours. If you want me to bring, just compromise that way. Um, there have been other times where there have been miscommunications with other people that knew my mom. And I've learned to have the courage to step up and say, no, actually I did this. Like this was, um, This is something that I continue. This is something that I own and take responsibility for. And I am grateful (laughs) that I was a rebel and that I continue this tradition because what I love about it is that it keeps the memory of my mom and grandma alive. And we're going to take a quick short break um, for a little commercial and I'll be right back. When was the last time you did some coloring? Did you know that coloring has some amazing benefits like improving focus, motor skills, and even sleep? The best part, coloring is not just for kids. Adults should do it too. So when you and your kiddo color together, you're not just spending quality time. You're also doing great things for your minds. Get your free Christina Lucia coloring drawing today at the link and let the coloring begin. And we're back. <laughs> so I left you back as saying how this tradition, I feel it keeps the spirit of my mom and grandma alive. It's all of these cookie recipes, not all of them, but quite a few of them are recipes that my grandmother had and then my mom had. And the first year my mom was gone, I had been teaching myself for a couple of years to make her wine and egg biscuits because I Again, she told me these are my cookies. I make them. So out of respect to her, I just wouldn't, if I did bake them, I just wouldn't bring them into her house or I wouldn't let her know I was baking them because I didn't want to upset her. That was my choice. Like I chose not to upset her. I didn't want to cause a fight. Well, these cookies are a little tricky. They're not the easiest cookie to bake. Um, It's a very simple recipe, but it's the way you roll them and loop them. And it took me a couple of tries to get them right. And the first Christmas that my mom, I remember coming home from a meeting and choosing to take the day off to bake. And when I pulled the egg biscuits out of the oven and I saw how big and how plump they were and they were golden, I heard my mom's voice. I heard my vo- mom's voice telling me they came out really great, Christina. And I heard my grandma say, I'm proud of you, Linda. And... That was a really powerful moment for me. That was a really powerful moment that my mom, my mom is grateful that we're continuing these things, that we're continuing these traditions, that we're carrying on these stories and this love, like this tradition sprouted from love. It sprouted from wanting to share this love with others. And it makes me so grateful. The other piece that I realized too from this tradition is like I said, my mom and I bought heads. Now the tables are turning. <laughs> Cause I'm an aunt and I'm a godmother. And I keep reminding myself, you know, you need to be open to change with this tradition. You know, I do want to be a mom myself. I do want to be a wife very badly. And it's not, this tradition will not always look the way it looks right now. I realize that I need to always maintain a sense of openness in my heart and soul in a sense where it could be my nephew coming to me and saying, hey, Aunt Christina, I want to add this cookie to the mix. And it could be a cookie I can't stand, or it could be one of my kids wanting to do one of the cookies that I love, like my gingerbreads dipped, dipped in dark chocolate. For those of you that have had them, those are, I make those throughout the year because they're way too popular not to make once a year. Or it could be that the man I end up with, like we need to, I mean, it's understandable that we will need to visit his family over the holidays too. And again, that could shift my typical December 23rd cookie visit schedule. And so, as rough as it was that my mom and I butt heads over this tradition, I also feel it was a lesson learned of being open to change, being open to what the what was presented before me and why is this important, and focusing on okay, what's important about the tradition? It's about being creative through my baking, sharing my love of baking, sharing my mom's memory with others. And if that has to adjust in order for that to happen, it's well worth it. And the other stories I'll be sharing with you through this podcast, my other guests, again, that's really the focus of feelings and healings. And quite frankly, I wouldn't be where I am right now with my business if I didn't maintain a sense of openness. There have been times where I've been in situations, like for example, with my books, where things weren't working out and I had to make the choice to walk away and switch gears. And it was unpleasant. And I feel in a small way, these other things like this cookie tradition have taught me in a small, steady way that you can adjust but still maintain the meaning and if you're willing to identify that why it's really important and i do love this tradition i know my mom loved it too and i do i do believe she's happy i do believe she's happy that i continued it and i was stubborn and continued baking despite our our ups and downs with it. Um, cause at the end of the day, like there are a lot of people in my life that cherish it as much as I do. And that, that fills my love tank that fills my emotional tank, which is really, really amazing and really important. So I can't wait to see how this podcast evolves. I will be sharing with you more of my story Of my healing journey, but also more stories like this. I have so many other Christmas traditions I could share with you, but I wanted to focus on one today because this is the major one. And also my next guest, Jamie, who was kind enough to interview me on his podcast. He's going to be talking about the importance of traditions and for his family. And I have some questions and ideas, and I can't hear what he says because I always get more ideas when I listen to people. But yeah, I'm I'm grateful. I'm grateful to be here. I'm grateful to be courting this. And I hope you enjoyed this, this quick little episode. I don't want it to be too long, but I will leave you with one quick quote. It feels fitting because when I wrote a blog about this tradition, I actually included this, li- these lyrics. It's my favorite Christmas song. For those of you who know me, I, you know I'm a huge Nat King Cole fan. I love it his music all year round, but I do also love his Christmas album as well. And his version of the Christmas song is my end all be all. So I will like to leave you with, although it's been said many times, many ways, Merry Christmas to you. And I wish you a beautiful start to the holiday season. However you're starting, I I wish you all the best. I can't wait to tell you more stories, share more about my journey with you. But again, uh, stay tuned. I have some amazing guests for you lined up and yeah, I'm excited to have you here. Thank you so much till next time. This wraps up another episode of feelings and healings at Bella Lucia. Thank you for being here. It really is an honor to share these stories with you. And I pray that you're able to take something special away from it. Remember that We all deserve to feel, and we all deserve the space to be our true selves, and I pray that you find that space and time for yourself today and every day. I will be back soon with a new episode, a new story, a new guest, and I can't wait to have you here. Till next time.